0: Let's talk real estate with Fritz Fister, the REMAX professional who makes buying and selling easy. This is Springfield's only live call-in real estate show, answering your questions and educating you so you can make a better decision. Call 629-7970 with your questions. Let's talk real estate with Fritz Fister from REMAX professionals on 92.7 WMAY, Springfield's news and talk.
1: i don't know it's been a long hard ride got a ways to go but this is still the place that we all call
0: home well good chilly rainy saturday morning to you today of course, it's going to be rainy and chilly. It's a St. Patrick's Day parade. I hope everybody has a good time down there. Bundle up. You'll have fun in spite of the weather. Thanks for sharing your time with me. My name is Fritz Fister. I'm with REMAX Professionals of Springfield, and this is Let's Talk Real Estate Program number 1,371. I really appreciate you sharing your time with me today, and all of you down in Auburn, will Enjoy uh, subdivision of the week because that's where we're going. Went to Pawnee last week. We're swinging over to Auburn this week. And probably shoot up to Chatham next week. Just go right up Route 4 and we'll find out how Chatham performed in 2021 compared to 2020. But you're going to find that out about Auburn today. Following our weekly observations, we'll open up the phone lines for your calls and questions at 217-629-7970. If I may please remind you, the opinions expressed on Let's Talk Real Estate are solely mine. They're not necessarily those of sponsors of RE-MAX Professionals of Springfield, RE-MAX International, or the Capital Area Realtors. I'm a licensed real estate broker. I don't own RE-MAX. I'm not an attorney at law, a tax expert, or financial planner. The opinions I share with you on this program and stories that I share are those of a real estate broker serving families just like yours, in the Springfield area as a full-time realtor since 1987. We'd like to thank our sponsors for this half hour of the program. Mark's Fireplace and Lighting, the store that will brighten up your lifestyle. Writings Plumbing. When you have a plumbing problem, it's Writings to the rescue. Slab Jackers Construction. If your concrete has that sinking feeling, get all jacked up with Slab Jackers. Take a moment to say good morning to my sister, Mindy, in Cumberland, Maryland, my son, Sam, in Nashville, Tennessee, my son, Josh, his wife, Ashley, and my grandkids, Kenzie and Weston, out in North Carolina, and they're all listening live on WMAY.com. Well, it's time for our weekly observations being brought to you by Mark's Fireplace and Lighting, the store of distinction on the South 6th Street, Frontage Road, south of the Route 66 Hotel and Conference Center. You know where it's at, don't you? Well, I stopped in yesterday, and I just... Walked around with my jaw dropped at all the beautiful furniture that they had, the patio furniture, the grills. I mean, I hope I win the lotto because my outdoors will get upgraded real quick. They have some of the finest looking outdoor kitchens. I couldn't wait to cook on those things. However, I do love my big green egg. And that's why I was in there for to get some big green egg charcoal. Uh, But stop by Mark's Fireplace and Lighting. It's a... Cold, rainy day, but it's going to be sunny and bright soon. The days are going to be longer. You're going to want to be outside with your family, and you're going to want new furniture. Mark's Fireplace and Lighting, the Store of Distinction, on the South 6th Street, Frontage Road, south of the Route 66 Hotel and Conference Center. Well, here's your weekly observations for this March 19th, 2022, and it's titled Inflation interest rates, gas, consumer spending, and housing. How will rising interest rates inflation, you know, especially on the cost of gas, food, and energy, impact consumer spending? Why is this important to the housing market? Consumers that pull back on spending aren't likely to run out and buy a house as the cost of mortgages rise, as they're experiencing the higher cost of gas, food, and energy hitting their wallets in a significant way. Let's start with consumers uh, spending in February. From CNBC, consumers continue to spend in February, though at a slower pace than expected. According to a Commerce Department report Wednesday, Advance retail sales grew three-tenths of a percent for the month, slightly below the four-tenths Dow Jones estimate. Stripping out autos, sales were up two-tenths of a percent, well below expectations for nine-tenths of a percent increase and indicative that after a rapid pace to start the year, consumers were slowing down. The spending numbers were well below the rise in prices. Which increased eight tenths of a percent in February, according to the Labor Department data released last week. Close quote. Consumer spending still rising, but slowing down. Now, check off consumer spending. How about interest rates? From Fox Business. St. Louis Federal Reserve President James Bullard said Friday the U.S. Central Bank needs to raise interest rates much faster in order to combat the hottest inflation in four decades or risk losing its credibility. Bullard was the lone dissenter on Wednesday when the Fed voted to hike the benchmark federal funds rate by 25 basis points for the first time since 2018 bringing to an end the ultra-easy monetary policy put in place to prop up the economy throughout the COVID-19 pandemic. He believed the central bank needed to be more aggressively, raise rates by a half percentage point, and begin unwinding its nearly $9 trillion balance sheet. The combination of strong real economic performance and unexpectedly high inflation means that the committee's policy rate is currently far too low to prudently manage the U.S. macroeconomic situation, Bullard wrote in a statement explaining his decision. Economic projections released after the Fed's meeting show that policymakers expected six more similarly-sized increases over the course of 2022, after consumer prices hit a 40-year high. It marks a considerable shift from just six months ago, when half the central bankers believed interest rate increases were not warranted until at least 2023. Fed officials also expect inflation to remain elevated, ending 2022 at 4.3% far above the Fed's annual target of 2.3%. I'm gonna take a little bit of a break here. For those of you who are tuned in and you're not familiar with uh, what the Fed is doing here, those 25 basis points, they're not raising the interest rates on your mortgage by 25 basis points. That's a quarter of a percent raise to the cost of funds that banks charge each other. Mortgage rates are set by the mortgage industry And they're typically based upon the 10-year treasury. So if you want to follow that, you can usually add one or two points to the 10-year treasury and you'll have your your 30-year mortgage. Just didn't want you to confuse the two. But believe me, they follow. The mortgage industry follows the Fed's uh, raising of the rates. Continuing on with uh, the Fox News report, but Bullard said the Fed needed to go further in fighting red-hot inflation, laying out a case for raising rates to 3% by year's end. Once again, that's not 3% mortgage rates. That's raising the cost of funds to 3%. The equivalent of about 12 quarter-point hikes. He argued that rising consumer prices are taking a toll on Americans, particularly those who are lower income. As evidence for his argument, Bullard pointed to 1994 and 1995 when the Fed bucked investor expectations and raised rates much faster than expected, hiking from 3% to 6% in that time frame. The results were excellent, he said. The committee achieved 2% inflation on average and the U.S. economy boomed during the second half of the 1990s. I think the committee should try to achieve a similar outcome in the current environment, close quote. That ends the Fox Business Report. Uh, I want to point out to you, we went back in history last week, didn't we? And I compared uh, different markets and inflation and how the Fed uh, uh, fought it. And once again, we have a historical uh point by Bullard that from 1994 to 1995, we, inflation was really starting to heat up, and they raised rates 3 to 6%, and guess what? The economy boomed. And I remember that because in mid-1994, uh, interest rates on mortgages went up by two full points while I was on my summer fishing vacation, believe it or not. I came home, and I looked around, and I said, where did everybody go? And our market took a slump, and it did not recover until... 1998, right when Bullard said, by the end of the 90s, the economy boomed. So let's let's take that kind of action. It worked once; it'll probably work again. Uh, continuing on, rates are going up to fight inflation, but uh, you know it may not be rising enough and fast enough to reduce inflation to a real manageable level or a comfortable level for consumers, because it's just uncomfortable for a lot of families that are living paycheck to paycheck, and that's 65 percent of americans if history is our guide according to bullard he's going to be right but right or wrong rates are going to go up they're just arguing over how high and how fast to raise them interest rates are rising well check interest rates off the list here what about gas prices this from the u.s energy administration on february 24th 2022 Russia initiated a further invasion of Ukraine that contributed to the recent sharp increase in the Brent and West Texas Intermediate crude oil prices. The sharp rise in crude oil prices reflects increased geopolitical risk and uncertainty regarding how announced and potential future sanctions may affect global energy markets. In our March 2022 short-term energy outlook, which was finalized on March 3rd, We increased our forecast price of international benchmark Brent crude oil to $116 per barrel for the second quarter of 2022. We expect gasoline prices to average about $4.10 per gallon during the second quarter of 2022 and then decline through the rest of the year. We forecast that the price for the West Texas Intermediate, the U.S. benchmark, will average $113 a barrel in March and $112 per barrel for the second quarter of 2022. Our forecast is subject to heightened levels of uncertainty due to various factors, including Russia's further invasion of Ukraine, government-issued limitations on energy imports from Russia, Russian petroleum production, and global crude oil demand, close quote. Well, that's gas prices. They're gonna come all the way down to average $4.10 a gallon through the second quarter. That's through June, folks. So you need to start budgeting for that if they're right. They may stay higher, they may go lower. Let's hope they go lower. The price of gas is slowly coming down, but looks to stay above $4 for a long time. And that means the price of food will remain high for a long time, regardless. Whether one blames Russia or the Biden administration limiting access for production of America's vast resources, gas is high and staying that way. Check. Let's check off gas. Consumer spending slowing, interest rates rising, inflation rate high, gas prices remaining high. How will that impact economic growth and the creation of jobs? The mother of demand for housing. To date this year, the market has held relatively steady to year over year with closed home sales in the MLS up modestly by 22 sales or by 3.3%. The number of homes under contract today are down 12.5% from one year ago and the median sale price is up double digits due to a continuing record low inventory of homes for sale. That's today. Based on projections for inflation, interest rates, gas and consumer spending, with most of the arrows pointed in the wrong direction, tomorrow will be a new day. My advice for home sellers is to enjoy today and get your home to the market sooner than later. You don't want to be like me on many fishing trips, having the guide say, you should have been here last week, it was amazing. And that's this week's uh, weekly observation. Now, sooner or later, uh, these increased costs and the pressure upon families' disposable incomes cause them to pull back on their spending. That's only a natural thing to happen. We've been through these periods before. I've been through them several times. I've been through them in the 70s, the 80s, the 90s. We had kind of a break uh, uh, between 2000 and uh, about 2019 because why or 2020 well until now actually why because the federal reserve if you remember the the liar loans and everything that was going on back in 2003 through 2007 where congress mandated banks make more loans to people who weren't qualified if not they would consider that discrimination and so they made a whole lot of those loans and and then they loosened up the uh, lending guidelines even more. And we had the big financial meltdown and market crash of 2008 because they kept interest rates too low for too long. But then they lowered them even further to help bolster the economy, to help rebound from the crash. Now, granted, there was discrimination going on from some banks, And that's not allowed, and that's not prohibited, and it's abhorrent, and I don't put up with it. I, have fortunately, have never seen that in my 35-year career in this market. I've never seen it. But to crash the market over, it's kind of like COVID, shutting down an economy for a virus with a 99.5% survival rate. They crashed the mortgage system by loosening their credit guidelines too much. But what happened, all these things have a a commonality. The low interest rates of the 2000s led to the crash of 2008. And then we had the 3% or lower interest rates all the way up until February of this year, when it started to climb back up. The Federal Reserve, has pulled in their easy money, but they only raised it to a, uh, by a quarter of a point, and that's not nearly enough now to tamp down inflation. And I don't know what's more important to you. I'd rather pay a six percent mortgage rate and have two percent inflation than have three uh, percent mortgage rates and eight percent inflation, because the house payment's one payment. You eat groceries and buy gas and heat your home every day so we're in for another uh uncomfortable spell the only question is is this time when when it happens will it just be a correction or will it be another collapse if they don't get this inflation under control it probably will be another collapse who knows my crystal ball's in the shop but i just know that people are starting to pull in their horns and it was. Evidence was provided to us uh, by CNBC in that report that February really slowed down tremendously below two-tenths of a percent compared to an expected nine-tenths of a percent. That's huge. And with the inflation rate running at just about 8%, 7.9%, and the wholesale uh, price index going to an all-time record high 10% in February, we've still got inflation honest. we need to uh get our gas prices down because once you get gas prices down that brings down the prices on everything else brings down the prices on food anything that's delivered on wheels which is everything is impacted by that the planning of the crops i was meeting with a i had a, an opportunity to meet uh, a farmer this week and uh he was telling me about the increased costs on the fertilizer and all the different uh Applications that they have to uh, put in the fields, and their diesel, he said, it's going up. So uh, let's bite the bullet and uh, take a maybe a rough year, or year and a half, and get the inflation back down to around two percent, and then go great guns again. That's worth the sacrifice rather than have a collapse. And as Uh, we experienced with the crash of 2008, it took us over a decade to recover and it very well could take us over a decade to recover here. If we don't get the inflation under control back in, they took the uh, appropriate action back in 1994 and five by raising those rates from 3% to 6%. And by 1998, 1999, the, the economy is booming again. So that's what I, I'm hoping that, uh, Cooler heads uh, prevail in these economic debates that are going on that we can't control, but we get to pay for. Okay, uh, I want to thank our sponsor, Slabjackers Construction, 787-8252. You give Chuck a call if you have any sinking concrete around your home, especially any concrete that can allow water to roll towards your foundation. You want to get that out of there. Chuck, is uh, he can do that at a fraction of the cost of replacing that concrete, especially at today's prices. And our friends at Writings Plumbing, 544-6890. If you have any plumbing problems, you give plumbing, uh, Writings a call, 544-6890, and they'll take care of it. And don't forget they have 24-hour emergency service. So if you have a breakdown, something, have a leak, or your know, sump pump goes out with this rain, call Writings. They have 24-hour emergency service through the weekend. Great people. You know, something else I want to talk touch on real quickly, I heard about... Uh, Of course, we talked last week about 65% of the families living from paycheck to paycheck. And so we're starting to see a lot more foreclosures and not so many here, but it's coming. It will. But there's another problem that has reared its ugly head. Remember during COVID how uh, landlords couldn't evict uh, tenants uh, who didn't make a payment because of COVID, right? Well, a lot of those properties are going to go into foreclosure as well. But this is about people who didn't make their house payments. It was called forbearance, foreclosure forbearance or mortgage forbearance. What they did was you didn't have to make your house payment. If it was to protect those people who lost their jobs because the government shut down their businesses or Their employers shut down their businesses or laid off people because of the government's overreaction to COVID causing all this economic dislocation and malaise. It was for those people that due to no fault of their own, due to the government shutting down businesses, they didn't have to make their house payment while they didn't have any income. And what they did was what the program is, they added the amount of money that you didn't pay to the back end of the loan, so that when everything opens back up and everybody's getting back to work and you wanna sell your house and move, uh, that's added to the end of the loan. A lot of people are getting stunned when they get the payoff for the. Can they go out and sell their home to make a move? Well, like everybody else is doing, but they find out they owe a lot more money because they didn't make their house payment for a year or so. And that's causing some problems. We're going to take a break for the news here. And when we return, we're going to have the market update. We're going to have the interest rate. Watch. And we're back to Let's Talk Real Estate with Fritz Fister from REMAX Professionals on 927 WMAY, Springfield's news and talk. Welcome back to the second half hour of Let's Talk Real Estate program number 1371. Let's thank our sponsors, shall we? <clears throat> Hill, your storage and moving, Springfield's oldest and best allied Van Lines agent. Bacon, termite, and pest control, they don't bug you, just the critters in your home. And JRE Construction, Landscaping, and Foundation Repair. They can keep water out of your foundation without putting you underwater. Pat Patterson's the best. Excuse me a second. Oh, there. A little bit better. Sorry about the little frog in the throat there. But Pat Patterson's just one of the best. I've used Pat for, gosh, 20 years. I don't know, 25. Pat's been in the foundation business for over 30 years. And uh, he can come out and identify how that water getting in your foundation just on the spot. And he can tell you what it's going to take to fix it. And if you need a full meal deal, you need a full meal deal. But if you don't, he's not going to sell you a full meal deal. He's going to sell you what you're going to need to fix the problem. You call Pat Patterson, JRE Construction Landscaping and Foundation Repair, 691-8555, bringing you the market update. Well, the uh, Sangamon County numbers didn't change uh, again except on new listings. They found three uh, new listings that were added. So uh, new listings were down 8% in February. Uh, to 173 from 188. So they're down by 15. But what's perplexing to me, for the last, oh, 24 months or 20 months or so, uh, the number of pending sales almost mirrored the number of new listings. Well, there were 168 sales pendings. So there were five fewer than than what we had. But that was a uh, market decrease from last year because there were uh, 38 Fewer sales pendings are down 18.4% from February of last year. So too early to tell what these trends are sh- going to shake out to be. But uh, we sense a slowdown. And with the, uh, of course, a, <laughs> a slowdown from absolutely crazy, from the f- feeding frenzy, but there's still a frenzy going on out there in certain price points and and, uh, and locations. Uh 444 homes are currently reported under contract by member brokers to the MLS today in the MLS. That's down 63 or by 12.5%. And that's the lowest on this date uh, in, oh, let me see here. Seven years. That's odd. The 690 closed her up by 22. I mentioned that in the weekly observation. Now 312 homes are actively available for sale in our uh, MLS. That's down by 32.7%. It's a record low. It's down by 152 from last year on this date. Uh, however, uh, Sangamon County has 133 that are active. And that's uh, that's down a little bit from the 141 last week. But I noticed... 12 listings withdrew from the market without a sale. That's highly unusual. I didn't have time to really uh, research that to see if it was like an agent that was changing offices and withdrew the listings from one office to take them to another. Don't know if that was the case because if it was 12 people that couldn't get their home sold in this market, something's definitely wrong with that selling uh, effort because I've always shared with you, there's only three re- three reasons why a home will sell or. Won't sell, and that is price, condition, and the marketing plan. Who you hired. And uh, who you hire is very important. You get into these feeding frenzy markets, almost everybody's going to get sold, but do you want to get sold right? And get sold at the best price? And get sold with the least amount of inconvenience? Big difference. My wife, Christy, and I uh, certainly invite you to give us a call. We're still looking for listings. And thank you to everybody that called me last week. I really appreciate it. And I'm looking forward to your call, 217-652-7653, Fritz Fister of Remax Professionals. Working on some new listings right now with some folks that called last week, going out on one today. Uh, I certainly uh, would love the opportunity to meet with you to help you get sold right Ritz Pfister, Remax Professionals 652, sold. And that's pretty much your market. Oh, oh, one other thing I want to mention on the market update. You know, we keep wondering why a house company, you know, why aren't we getting any sellers out there? Well, we in the MLS, we had the second week in a row of going over 100 uh, new listings at 101 last week, 106 this past week. So that's back to normal activity in the MLS. This I will tell you. Let me let me back up here. But there were 90 that went under contract, so we had 106. So there were 16 that didn't sell right away. But let me share this with you. The building permits were released. Thank you very much, the building zoning department. They're so kind to to uh, send these to us. Uh, I really appreciate it. I know they're busy down there, and uh, it's very kind of them to uh, to share those. I mean, it's public information. I can get them, but. Uh, they uh, are kind enough to email them to my staff, and I, I greatly appreciate the City of Springfield Building and Zoning Department doing that. But so far in the year 2022, how many single-family building permits have been issued? None. Let that soak in. Back in the uh, heyday of 2003 through 2007, and it wasn't due to the liar loans because the liar loan people weren't going out and buying new houses. They That was a different market. That was because building was affordable. In fact, I I will share with you, uh, 2003 to 2007, the uh, cost per square foot was right around 90 to $105 a square foot. Today, it's 200 to $275 a square foot, depending on how many finer accruitments you wanna add to the home. There was one duplex Permit, one two-family permit issued in the month of February, bringing up the total number of two-family permits issued this year to one. So we're thinking about this. How is this market, where, where are the sellers going to come from? The one thing I noticed on this, residential remodeling permits on single-family homes, 24. It is cheaper to hire a contractor to come out and remodel what you have than to build a new one. It's just that simple. And then we had so many people under the COVID that ended up, hey, this working from home is not such a bad idea. And the boss says, hey, this isn't such a bad idea. I don't need so much office space. You just stay at home because you did a great job. And all of a sudden people are remodeling and putting in home offices and making their homes finer. They put in pools, they upgrade their landscaping, and they're spending more time at home and more time with family. And that's a good thing. That means they're not selling. They're not going anywhere. And you think about all the people that refinanced their homes and they have interest rates to begin with a one or a two and now they're now a four and they'll probably be a five before the end of the year, I would guess, maybe even before midsummer, could be. Uh, they're not going to sell and move and trade a 2% interest rate for a 5% interest rate. That's just not going to happen. And then you have... Record numbers of people that have already bought a home between 2019 and 2021. Record numbers of people, they they bought a home. I don't think they're ready to sell yet. So we're gonna have to sit back and wait and see how this inventory builds and unfolds. I'm gonna, see, I can see the inventory building once we get through the current pent up demand. The current pent up demand is the question mark because we just don't know how many people haven't bought it? Record number of people have bought it, record, you know, uh, how many can be left? Because this is not a jobs boom market as, uh, oh gosh, Moody's indicated after their studies of uh, Springfield, they indicated that Springfield is in the same economic position that it was in pre-COVID where it was shrinking and uh, not uh, adding jobs and growing that due to out-migration, it was shrinking. Now, we need to turn that around. Springfield's a great place to live. It's a great place to build a home. It's a great place to own a home. It's a great place to raise a family. We need to get this turned around. Why is that? Why has this happened? Well, between uh, the overreaction of government uh, to COVID and, and, oh, yeah, Illinois Policy came out this week and they had a report Uh, Illinois is the most tax unfriendly state in the United States of America. You would think California, New York, or New Jersey would be. No, no, we got to win it right here in Illinois. I'm sure that that's a factor on uh, not more people coming in. I believe it was 16.8% of everybody's income goes to taxes. That's that's based upon the average household income, 16.8%. They did that through all 50 states. And there were 30 states that have 10% or lower. So you can get 60% fewer taxes by living in 30 other states. I wonder why they're not coming to Illinois. So that's probably where we could maybe look at starting to turn this around and get people to stay and actually get people to move in. That would be a really good thing. But anyway, I just wanted to share with you that we got the building permits and I went back to the market update for a second there. But, uh, our interest rate update, I think you're going to find it very interesting. Brought to you by our friends at Hillier Storage and Moving. And we want our friends at Hillier Storage and Moving, moving more people into Springville than out, okay? Let's see if we can help do that together. But uh, our friends at Hillier Storage and Moving, 525 8550, call my friend Tom Swift. Reserve your time for the move. Because it is still going to be crazy. It is spring. It's always crazy in the spring, regardless, up, down, sideways markets. It's always really busy in the spring. It's the busiest time of the year. And if it's not, that's that's going to be an issue for us. But I don't think it's going to be, so no issue there. But you know what is an issue? Not being able to find a mover when your house sells. That's a real problem. You call Tom Swift at Hillier Storage and Moving five two five eight five five zero, and make sure you avoid that issue. What's going on with the interest rates? Well, they're doing the old, you know, the old story about putting the frog in the warm water and then you slowly raise it to a boil. That's where we're kind of at with the interest rates. I, I'm. Personally, in my personal opinion, agree with Bullard that the Fed that uh, raising it a quarter of a point is like taking a uh, a five-gallon pail of bucket to a house fire. It's not going to do much. In fact, it's going to do as much as a five-gallon bucket of water will on a house fire. But here's what's happening. And this is, uh, as of yesterday morning, It could have changed a little bit since then, but uh, the 15-year conventional loan uh, went from 3.475 last week to 3.7. That's your 15-year conventional, 3.7%. Your 30-year conventional mortgage went from 4.2% to 4.375%, and it actually was at 4.5% earlier in the week. The FHA went from 399 to 4.25% and the VA loan went from 4.125 to 4.374%. So rates are on the rise. This is still great money. This is affordable affordable money. The 50-year average for mortgages in the United States is 8%. Anything below 8% is below what you can normally expect in any real estate market, and home buyers should take Advantage of any interest rate below 8%. But why not buy a house when it's lower? (laughs) Yeah, I'd still rather buy a house at 4.375 than 5.5 or 6 but it's not the end of the world. So people still gonna need places to live and they're gonna be able to have affordable money for the foreseeable future. But we just have to wait and see how the Fed goes. If they start following Bullard's advice, because if the inflation in March doesn't uh, give them any indicators, they may have to up the ante a little bit, but they've already said they're gonna do six. Bullard wants them to do 12 more quarter point raises or six half point raises. But they're going to do. They've already said they're going to do six quarter-point raises as we go through the year. So that's that's pretty interesting. Don't forget your annual percentage rate can be quoted to you by your lender of choice, your mortgage lender of choice. They will calculate the cost of the uh, your closing cost. They calculate that in on your first year uh, amortization. And they call it the annual percentage rate. And it means absolutely nothing. If you go to the bank and you get a 30-year mortgage at 4.375%, that's what you're gonna pay. What they do is, is they take the closing cost, they add it to it because they wanna show you that your first year, you're actually paying this amount. Well, it just is a confusing issue, but it's a law and I have to share it with you. Get your annual percentage rate from your, your local lender. But your note rate is what's important to you. What is that? Fixed note rate that you're signing on the loan. All right, moving right along. Now we're going to uh, go out to Auburn. Let's let's take a little trek down Route Four. Oh, let me go back here. There were only 52 closed sales last week. That's pretty slow for a March. 62 the week before that. 82 the week before that. But the number of uh, homes, although uh, 52 is a very small number, 14 sold at asking price and 13 sold at uh, above asking price. So that's 27. So that means that there were uh, 25 who did not sell at asking price. So this is just a word of advice to home sellers. Don't get cocky and overconfident and lose your best buyer. If they come within a thousand or two dollars of, of your asking price and it's acceptable to you, don't get greedy because if that ship sails and you don't accept that and you go, you know, you continue on the market and and the ship sails and all of a sudden that pent up demand I was talking about is satisfied and there's no more buyers left, you're gonna wish you would have taken it. That's just my advice, but you can always call me and hire me as your real estate agent and then I can give that to you in person. Subvision of the week, Auburn, Auburn, Illinois, USA. Oh, my gosh, how many homes are available for sale in Auburn? Two. There's one for 215000 and one for 85000 And they've been on the market an average of 42 days, and that's a long time. That's another indicator. All these, we've Pawnee, Rochester, Williamsville, Sherman, uh, even when we went out to Dawson, Buffalo, Mechanicsburg, and Heliopolis, the days on the, on the market uh, for the active ones were all above the uh, median days on the market. Not all of them above the average days on the market, but all of them above the median days on the market. And that's another kind of little telltale sign that demand may be weakening a bit. But there's only two homes for sale. There are nine days. Sold pending. That means they're under contract, heading for a closing, hopefully. And the median uh, list price was $155,000. Now, the ones that sold, check this out. Three days on the market. Now, the two that are for sale, 42 days on the market. Hmm, something's up. 20, and, excuse me, 2021. 64 houses sold and closed in Auburn, that's awesome. The median sale price was $139,950. They averaged only 15 days on the market. Believe it or not, in 2020, and we were shut down in March and April, pretty much. Remember the lockdowns? Remember the two weeks to flatten the curve, two in, turned into two years? all which unfortunately proved to be ineffective and what they were trying to accomplish. But it was a madhouse in 2020 from June through the end of the year. 91 homes sold and closed in Auburn, 27 more than in 2021. The median sale price is 125000 So that means in 2021, the median sale price was up $14,950 or by 12%. That was up 12% in Auburn in the year 2021 compared to 2020. The days on the market for those 91 that sold and closed in 2020, 67 days. And the days on the market in 2021, 15. We're seeing a pretty common theme as we travel around the county. I think we will just come on up and go into Sher- into, into Chatham. excuse me, into Chatham. Been to Sherman, Williamsville, Riverton, Dawson, Buffalo, Mechanicsburg, Iliopolis, Rochester, Pawnee, Auburn. We're coming up route forward to Chatham next week. So anybody that uh, you know that lives in Chatham would like to get in, at the lowdown on their market. Uh, have them tune in to Let's Talk Real Estate next week. We'll go up the road to Chatham, then we'll probably bounce out to New Berlin and Go up to Pleasant Plains and we will have closed the loop on Sangamon County and we'll get back into subdivisions. And if you'd like to have your subdivision uh, on uh, Let's Talk Real Estate uh, for analysis to find out what is happening in your local neighborhood market, what's really happening. Don't go by word of mouth. Go by actual data. You're always better off doing that. Uh, Just give me a call. 652-SOLD. Oh, oh, by the way. I mentioned last week that the Honor Flights are resuming and I have some contacts at the Honor Flight. And if you are a veteran or if you know a veteran, especially a World War II or Korean veteran that has not been on the Honor Flight and you would like to see them be able to go, uh, you can reach the Honor Flight on Facebook. They got a Facebook page, Central Illinois uh, Honor Flight. We cover 33 counties or you can just call me, call Fritz Fister 652. So it'd be my pleasure to uh, see that that veteran gets an application and uh, we can share with them how the process works so he can have the day of his life or her life by going out to Washington, D.C. with fellow veterans and seeing the monuments. So if you know anybody that uh, rightfully deserves to be on that honor flight please call Fritz Pfister 652-SOLD and I'll get in touch with the Honor Flight and get you an application and we'll get it out. Their first flight is June 14th, the second flight's July the 19th and they have one in August, one in September and then uh, one on November 1st. So there's time to, to get going. So that would be awesome if you could do that, if you can recommend a veteran to us, we would really appreciate it. It's a way we say thank you to those veterans. Hello, you're on Let's Talk Real Estate. And you work. And you hung up. So I can't help you now. Well, I can help you, though. I can help you get your home sold. I can help you get your home sold right. Call Fritz Pfister, REMAX Professionals, 217-652-SOLD. It would be an honor to serve your family as I've had the distinct honor in a very long and successful career helping thousands of local families buy and sell real estate. I'm very blessed and I thank you all to all my past clients. I thank you to everyone who recommends my service to their family and friends. It is the greatest honor. And if I had a dollar for every time I ran into somebody, say, oh, aren't you retired yet? No, I'm still working full time, thank you very much. So I'm available and don't you forget it. Well, I really appreciate you sharing your time with me this week. I hope everybody has a great time down at St. Patrick's Day Parade. God bless you all. Make it a great week. God bless our first responders. God bless our police officers.